Hi, everybody. It's Sally Wagner, and welcome to High Frequency Mindset Podcast. And today, I'm very pleased to welcome our guest, Elizabeth Kitt. Elizabeth, welcome. Oh, thanks so much, Sally. It's my pleasure and honor to be here. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you being here, and I, I can't wait to have our conversation. First, I want to introduce you to everyone. Elizabeth Kipp is a chronic pain specialist, trauma-trained, and yoga-informed addiction recovery coach, ancestral clearing practitioner, yoga and meditation teacher, and international best-selling author of The Way Through Chronic Pain, Tools to Reclaim Your Healing Power. She focuses on helping people realize the power of their inherent healing. Elizabeth healed from over 40 years of chronic pain, including anxiety, panic attacks, and 32 years of addiction to prescribed opiate and benzodiazepine medication. She now works to help others achieve the same healing that she experienced directly from the work she teaches. In addition, Elizabeth offers one-on-one -on -one and group sessions in stress and chronic pain management and addiction recovery, ancestral clearing, trauma-informed yoga, and meditation. Again, Elizabeth, welcome. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Sally. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about your platform. Uh, it's so important that people understand the power that mindset brings to the game of life and that they have... Um, that they have agency, that they have agency over that. They have a choice. Yeah. They can mold their, their mindset. It's so important. I, I absolutely love what you just said about agency and choice. It's all about that, right? In my coaching, I guide people to reclaim that power of conscious choice because in so many cases, we've just abdicated our choice to programming and society and, and family and friends and most for the most part they're all very well-meaning and yet it doesn't feel so well-meaning in our lives as we live it out we get really confused about where our power is and we give it away we don't even know we're doing it yeah absolutely and yeah. it takes it takes sitting in front of somebody like you or me um uh that can that that this is what we do <laughs> we mm -hmm. help people with this to actually <clears throat> pointed out yes i'm not just a coach i sit in front of teachers so that i keep learning because yeah. they, they they're they're in a different you know part of the path than i am i haven't gotten there yet <laughs> right yeah. and so they oh you need to go over here you're over here <laughs> right? yeah absolutely that's such an important part of it right that we do keep learning we we seek out our own uh guides and experts to help us help others and and uh the thing is you know sometimes people they have that mind app of oh i gotta wait till i know it all i gotta wait till i'm perfect that's not true we just need to be one step ahead in order to help the person who's coming along right yeah perfection is a that's the ego coming in and making a comment that's really in a, yeah you know that's not even true that's not real yeah yeah, fun. absolutely. Well, I'd love to hear about the work that you do with addiction, uh, because that is such a plague on us, uh, probably throughout time. And yet today, especially, we hear a lot about it. Um, so could you share some about that? Yeah, I, I, uh, that's a long handle that I've got. 
trauma trained and yoga informed recovery coach, addiction recovery coach, what does that even mean? Um, I really, um, I went into treatment and into recovery uh, from uh, drug addiction and, and um, really chronic pain ended up being an addiction as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I required, I required a holistic program. Mm -hmm. So I went to 12-step meetings. I, I have a, I'm part of the 12-step fellowship. I'm in Narcotics Anonymous and I do some uh, ACOA, some um, uh, adult children of alcoholics. I do some of that. I do straight up Alcoholics Anonymous sometimes. Um, right. So there's, uh, and then I do Recovery 2.0. I'm an actually Recovery 2.0 coach. And what's different about them in recovery that brings in um, yoga into the 12 step as a, as, a, as a way of kind of solving the problem of the mind. And it's a beautiful way to, it's a great way to solve the problem of the mind and also nutrition. Because mm -hmm. we really, uh, you know, food is information. Uh, I say junk information in, junk information out, good information in, good information out. Yeah. So it, it kind of doesn't matter what we're doing with the mindset. The psychology follows physiology. Mm -hmm. So we have to, we have to attend to the body and, uh, and, and, and nutrition and yoga do that. Mm -hmm. It's not the only thing, but it's, right. it's, it's the path that I chose. The yeah. other part was that um, I've actually I've been in the rooms uh, almost nine years now. And I, the room, the recovery rooms, and I've, I've actually never met an, an addict or an alcoholic, and they're pretty much the same, um, that uh, didn't have a chronic pain problem first, and that didn't have unresolved trauma uh, as a beginning into chronic pain and then addiction and then recovery. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about dealing with the drug of choice or your behavior of choice. It's about what's underneath it. Yeah. What, that's driving it in the first place. So that's why I, I needed that for myself. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, you know, everybody needs this. It's not just Elizabeth that needs it. <laughs> everybody uh, needs absolutely. This. Yeah. You, you've brought up such important information for people to understand. Uh, you know, we've probably all heard the term dry drunk, somebody mm -hmm. who stops the behavior and yet they haven't resolved the underlying issues. That's it. And, yeah, and, doing, and we got life. Yeah, we got to resolve those issues. Hold on for dear life. And you know what happens when you do that? Your life can fall right through your fingers because you're you're holding. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I love a program that Russell Brand developed. It's yes. his own brand <laughs> of, of the 12 step. Have you done it? Oh yeah! Oh, oh my gosh! I just love it, yeah. uh, and and I absolutely love what he says about we are all in recovery to recover the person we are intended to be. That's and right. How yeah. how more true could anything be? We we all are addicted to something or or a behavior, a substance, a, a belief, uh, all those kinds of things, and we we need to approach it in that way that we're all here to recover that person we're intended to be. Yeah, we, we call that in yoga, we call that just conditioning, right? Yeah. The conditioning, we come in whole, we're already whole, but yeah. we have this conditioning, the programming, I think you talked about programming before, that, that um, you know, we fall into these unconscious, 
behaviors and and then we we get in trouble they're unhealthy so yeah. the the work that we do in recovery and my my focus why we bring in a yoga practice is begin and by the way russell brand is also a kundalini yoga teacher so yes. he, he knows about this stuff yeah. um, and he brings it into his work mm -hmm. um, uh, <clears throat> yoga helps us um cut through that conditioning Mm -hmm. and allows us to see who we truly are and that's yeah. that what a blessing that is i mean when i was uh in active addiction and all those years in chronic pain you know what the only answer they had was you got to learn to live with this yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your, your benzos and and i was like well there has to be another answer right yeah now i used acupuncture and i used massage and i meditated and i did you know, reiki person and you know did alternative stuff which was awesome and kept me going until i actually found a doctor who understood the nature of chronic pain and mm -hmm. how to heal it and benzos and opiates do not heal the changes that happen in chronic pain so no you know and and what we're talking about that heals meditation yoga you know hanging out in community of like-minded people right yeah this, these things heal the, the the changes in the brain are caused by chronic pain so that's yeah. that's kind of my spiel on now i i did uh, a recovery coach training with tommy rosen of recovery 2.0 which again brings in this it's a 12 step but it's also like this yoga and and um uh nutrition piece and so it's this holistic uh view and um and so that's, that's, um, you know, that's how I, what I bring to the game, my, my journey or my, my, um, my value as a coach is, um, I, I have my own experience and I, I teach what I, what's worked for me. And also I, I'm pretty good at helping people with their blocks. Yeah. I'm, I'm good at, and I'm good at spotting when they can't see them. And then if they have one that they know about, I can, I can get under that. So that's, that's a, that's a gift. That's a beautiful gift. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it, you know, we can't see our own blocks for the most part, right? Because when, when you're in the jar, it, you can't read the label <laughs> and we need somebody else who can yeah. guide us in that way. That's why it's called a blind spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and man, do we have them, right? <laughs> for all kinds of reasons. There you go. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by everything that you do. I think the trauma aware piece is such an important part because trauma presents in so many different ways uh, for each person. And I think when a coach is not aware of that, there can be the tendency to blame the person. You know, oh, you're not progressing. You're not moving as fast or as, as well as you should. And so suddenly it's the fault of the client, right? Well, that would be a misunderstanding. Yeah, and and that's not the case at all. It's because of trauma. When when yeah. people are in trauma, it, everything is backward looking. All we can see is the rear view, uh, and we can't look forward uh, until the trauma is resolved. And you know, there. I think when coaches are not aware of that, then they they can be hurtful to clients. Yeah. The the. We have to, as I said, psychology follows physiology. So if you have someone that's got trauma in their system, mm -hmm. their their vagus nerve is dysregulated, which is a within the nervous yeah. system. Yeah. Oh my They're gosh. Accessing the back brain, so they don't have what we call executive function. They can't think logically. They're thinking right. actively. 
Mm-hmm. And if you're in a coaching situation with somebody like that, uh, you have to change your tactics and your your strategy. Heck with tactics, mm-hmm. you have to change your strategy. Yeah, to get that nervous system regulated so that they can then access you know logical thinking because you can't if yeah. running from a tiger. You can't talk to somebody running from a tiger. They're busy yeah. running from a tiger. Right, right. You, and you can't yeah. just say, well, say more affirmations, write more in your journal. That's the thing. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. You know, you can say positive affirmations until the cows come in, but the yeah. body doesn't believe them. Yeah, I, that's the thing, right? Psychology yeah. follows physiology. Yeah. So if yeah. the body doesn't believe the affirmation, good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because we've plus. got that we've got that snarky six year old in our subconscious who you know we're having these wonderful affirmations and that voice is saying yeah you wish and in your dreams and you know all those kinds of things so it's continuously undermining what the affirmations are intended to accomplish. Yes, and there's also this other aspect of of um, so there's an undermining and then there's this other piece. So negative thoughts in the brain are sticky, like Velcro. Yeah, yeah. Positive thoughts, whoop, they're like yeah. Teflon. They just slide right off. Mm-hmm. So again, the body has, if you're going to bring in some positive thinking, then you, you've, got to, you've got to get a handle on that. And the body has to, is the leader. So you have yeah. to get the body on board. And then you'll have less of a negative thinking problem. <laughs> because... Yeah. You know, I heard that because this was this was this this is neurophysiology that I'm teaching. This is a basic science finding, and I I read that and I'm like, well, how does that work? What's the <laughs> evolutionary advantage in that? Like, there has to be yeah. if it's a thing in humans, there has to be an evolutionary advantage, or it wouldn't mm-hmm. be human, right? And I was like, I thought about it, and I thought, oh, well, that's really simple. We have to remember the things that hurt us so that we keep ourselves safe. Yeah. So I'm going to remember. Oh, tiger, bad. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember. Yeah. People like you know, um, you know, flower, good. You know, yeah. necessarily. It just you know, it's in terms of weight and right. occupying in the brain, right? Yeah, it's it's all about survival, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's what shame is about. Shame is uh, for survival. I mean, when you think about evolutionarily, right? Uh, you know, we needed that uh, to that that drive to remain part of the group because nobody could survive out there alone. And, and that's part of it. And yet it's not so beneficial now. (laughs) And we need, we need connection. And it's interesting that you bring that in. Um, It's mental health awareness month as we, as we happen to uh, happen to be taping this and recording this and, um, uh, and I just wrote a blog, I'm kind of trying to do a blog every day on mental health awareness at this mm-hmm. one. And, and I wrote a blog about um, mental illness, uh, mental, ch- mental challenge slurs that people mm-hmm. bring in like, oh, she's not playing with a full deck or yeah. you know, she's, she's not there or yeah. you know, these things and they're, they're, they're derogatory. And what do they do? Yes, they shame us, but what does shame do? Mm-hmm. Shame uh, increases our sense of separation and isolates, yeah. isolates yeah. us. And then what happens, yeah. you know, we found out recently, I, uh, fairly recently, that loneliness shows up in the nervous system as fight or flight. Mm-hmm. 
So again, can't access logical thinking, loneliness. So we're putting people, when we bring shame in or when we bring in pushing aside, we're bringing in more of what we're trying to fix. (laughs) Lack of connection, which is this biological imperative. Right. It's not healthy. Yeah. And, and when we're in the throes of that, you know, as you say, we're not thinking rationally. And so, you know, if, you know, perhaps people do want to exclude us for some reasons, and then we feel that. And then from, from the other side of it, we preemptively exclude ourselves because we anticipate the feeling of shame. Oh, they're going to reject me. So I'm not even going to get out there to, to let that happen. Right. And so we isolate more and more. Well, you're speaking actually of a trauma response. We're, yeah. We get disconnected from ourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? That that's the ball game right there. Once that happens, mm-hmm. then we've got all kinds of work to do. And yeah. That's really the classic definition of of yeah. trauma is when we disconnect from ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're right. It it affects physiologically it, 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 down to the DNA level. You know, our little strands of DNA are affected by that. Well, now that takes me right into ancestral clearing <laughs> perfect <laughs> that's why that's part of my program. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so it, go ahead tell us i because i that was coming up uh i i'm i just can't wait to hear what you have to say yeah it's, it's it's real interesting um so you know from a so i have a foot in the science world and a foot in the spiritual world i'm kind of like a bridge that's yeah same and yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a sweet place. Um, science, uh, science can really only comment on what it can observe, measure, and describe. But we live in the all it is. So we heal in the all it is. So science is amazing. And then there's this other stuff right? yeah. we, that science can't comment on, right? But, but spiritual teachers have been telling us for thousands of years that we come in with the gifts and the burdens of our ancestors. Yeah. And science is finally beginning to catch up and sees that that's yeah. that you know that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can sit here and tell you about all kinds of studies. Um, I, I can I can tell you a real quick one where there was mm-hmm. a, a guy that and it's not just about humans. It's it's a, a mammals. Uh, mammal 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 brains are very similar throughout the species of mammals. So it's anyway. This guy runs a rat lab. And he and he uh, raised a bunch of baby rats up that had you know, never been outside. They're all playing in the common room one day, you know, hanging out. And the 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 guy uh, drops a cat hair right in the middle of the of the floor, and they all scatter. But they've never met a cat, so how does that work? Yeah, right. So that was interesting to me. I said, like, oh, you know, that was information they came in with. Mm-hmm. right that was information they came in with to help them survive yeah so we come in with that stuff now yeah. they had a they had what you and i would call a trauma response because you know, yes they they went right into flight right right? Yeah. right but it keeps them safe right so we come into this world with the gifts resilience for instance and the burdens of our ancestors and some of those burdens are things like, um, for instance, um, in this practice, I work on descendants of survivors of the Holocaust. Mm. 
And during, it was interesting to me, scary, it was unfortunate, but it's kind of what happened. Uh, when COVID hit and then throughout the COVID pandemic, it's, it's still happening, by the way, but when we've got the, we've got the, the war and they've got the, the, the war now. So we, we've got, you know, a couple things going on. But I had uh, quite a few um, descendants of Holocaust survivors that, that came to me for ancestral clearing and they were feeling the weight of their of their ancestors yeah and so we use the process i use the process on them i say we because it's the creator is actually doing the work i'm really just focusing the work and we ask for creator energy to come in on our behalf and help um help them help them release what they're carrying just because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. anyway so um so that's an example of um also a lot of worry energy people carry worry energy and that that makes sense you know there were lots of things to worry about in our yeah. down the line yeah but when it gets to the point where it's not just information it's an actual pattern where it's getting in the way and causing a, an, an it's an unhealthy thing that's when mm -hmm. i come that's when this yeah. process works yeah. also this is a process that's trademarked and registered by john newton of health beyond belief he was in the pain management program that I went into when I went into treatment. And I was so impressed with the work that I was like, I wanted to run a science study on its stat. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what? This is so, I was so impressed. I was like, is this reproducible? Is, is, it, is it measurable? Uh, can you, you know, uh, and does he teach it? Like, I just wanted, and anyway, I, I, we had one practitioner do a dissertation that she, she included the work in the dissertation, but I'm looking for, I'm looking, what I'd like to see is research where we, where we take blood before and then after an ancestral clearing session and see like the difference, mm -hmm. right? I, you know, because it'd be yeah. an epigenetic difference and we'd have to, right. know, to be able to, to measure that somehow. Yeah, that would be fascinating. We work on the epigenetic level, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and that is sensitive to environment. Our response to the environment is that epigenetic piece. Yeah. So kind of like the software in the computer, uh, rather than the hardware, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. That is. Yeah. 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 I th that's the the space that I work in a lot uh, with the the whole hierarchy of science. Um, that epigenetics is right in there, right near the top. And uh, yeah. it's it, it, some of the techniques that I use with EFT and NLP address those types of issues. And it's amazing to see the before and after. I mean, people change physically. They just look different. They hold themselves different. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. We use, I use bilateral EFT. I didn't put that in my bio, but that's part of what I do. Mm -hmm. I use bilateral EFT when I have somebody coming to me and they're in that energy of I'm running from a tiger, like, oh my God, yeah. this thing just happened. And they're just like, you know, you, yeah. you can't, like I said, you can't talk to somebody like that. If they can mimic me and do what I do and say what I say, yeah, they're out of that in about 30 seconds, right? As yeah. you know, EFT is awesome for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. And it, and it, and it also is good for things that are sticky, like cravings and um, per, kind of persistent, man, we, we work on this in Ancestor Clearing, but if, if, but I will also bring in 
EFT to bring another angle into the nervous system to give it something else to you know mm -hmm. ancestral clearing kind of works on the nervous system but EFT works on it too yeah and so we're trying to we're trying to give the nervous system another way to live we're trying to teach yeah. it a new way to live instead of this old rut that it gets in Does that yeah. Sense? yeah yeah absolutely uh we we have to right i in one of my coaching programs i call it mind apps paradigms and all of that programming that we have you know mm -hmm. we we need to uninstall those uh mm -hmm. and then reinstall the ones that we consciously choose and that's right yeah. And what, what an amazing opportunity to work with somebody like you, because here we are, we as an individual at the fulcrum point of time, right? And we're poised with all of the, the ancestors lined up behind and all of our you know, legacy and progeny lined up ahead. And right. we can do so much to heal all of it. We're the one. Yeah. We're the one. Yeah. Quantum physics tells us in the present moment, we can access past, present, and future all at once. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, T.S. Eliot, poet, right? That's what he said as well. Time past and time present are all <laughs> present and time future and vice versa. And, you know, time time is as it is in every single moment. It's amazing. If you'd like, I, I'd love to give the listeners, uh, give you and the listeners just a taste of Ancestral Clearing. It's just a pride can do it. The, the they'll still get benefit you, you get benefit live mm -hmm. but you get benefit on the uh, afterwards as well yeah um, and I, I i probably take up a minute and a half of your time that, that's okay yeah okay. let's do it all right so we just ask everyone to be present um and uh, just sit quietly and let these words uh pass over you as i said before we bring in creator energy whatever created this universe uh, we, we ask it to, to come in and act on our behalf to help us release what, we, what is no longer needed, what is unnecessary. So we'll begin, we'll just call it infinite creator. All that you are, source of all that is, was, and ever will be. We ask humbly and gratefully that you help everyone listening to this and all of their relationships, all their ancestors, and all of their relationships throughout all relevant time, space, dimension, realms lifetimes and incarnations <clears throat> for all the hurts and wrongs ever done to them in thought word or action any hurts and wrongs they did to others whether knowingly or unknowingly and any hurts and wrongs they did to themselves please help them all to forgive each other and forgive themselves please and thank you for any time you weren't nurtured loved and supported or cherished please help all of you to forgive each other and forgive yourselves for the times you didn't nurture love and support others in the ways they needed. Anytime you were out of integrity with another or another out of integrity with you, please help all of you to forgive and release one another, forgive and release yourselves, please and thank you. For all war, battle, holocaust, genocide, persecution, slavery, injustice of any kind, all oppression, misuse of power, position, authority, politically, spiritually, medically or in any other way please help everyone involved to forgive each other forgive yourselves release one another release yourselves find peace with one another and find peace with yourselves please and thank you for all hurts and wrongs physical mental emotional spiritual sexual financial through thought word or action all of you to another and another to all of you please help all of you to forgive one another forgive yourselves 
for the highest good, please and thank you. For any time you felt, believed, or were shown you were enough, for the times you tried to earn or learn your way into value of your family, relationships, or into the grace of the creator. For all that led up to this, please help you all forgive each other, forgive yourselves, find peace with one another, and find peace with yourselves. For all empathic hurts and wrongs, times you took on others' unresolved issues or shouldered their burdens. For all adversity, struggle, and hardship that you saw, especially as children. Please help all of you to forgive each other, forgive yourselves, all family members, relationships, times this was done to you and times you did this to other. Please and thank you, please and thank you, please and thank you. And just take a breath in and let it out. And how does that feel in the body? Just notice. Yeah, that was fabulous. Thank you so much. Interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, very Carrie, nice. We come into this life with the gifts and the burdens. These burdens, since we came in with them, we don't know we're carrying them until we don't carry them anymore. Yeah. Right? And then all of a sudden we're lighter. Like, what just happened? Like yeah. that. Yeah. It's interesting. It is very much. Very much. So uh, I just heard my dog barking outside the door here. I apologize. Says, hey, that awesome. <laughs> I know he's all in too. <laughs> so I have a couple more questions for you. First, in my coaching, I many times I use an acronym. It's MSG, and that stands for mindset, skill set, get off your asset. And <laughs> I, I, I think it encapsulates a lot of very important concepts because you know mindset. We've talked about that. And skill set is important because many times we need new skills to have the right mindset. And then the last component is we we got to take action. Otherwise, none of it matters, right? We, we have to put it into practice in our lives. And so as you look at your life and your service that you provide to others, your calling, what principle would you point to that you believe has that led you to your success to this place where you are in life? Oh, well, I pretty much followed the 12 steps of wellness, which I'd be, they're very, it won't take long, but they're, they're powerful. And I'd uh -huh. love to share them if I could. Yeah. Yeah. Just briefly. One, none of us were born to suffer. Two, we all have the ability to heal. Three, love with all your hearts. Four, get real about your healing. Five, <laughs> commit to your healing. Six, do the work it takes to heal. Seven, do the work every day. Eight, get real about your healing, in case you didn't hear me the first time. <laughs> Nine, never let anyone or anything get in the way of your healing. Ten, love yourself fiercely and without reservation. Eleven, accept what is. And twelve, be grateful for all that comes your way and more will be revealed. I love that. That's fabulous. <laughs> okay. One last question. How can people get in touch with you? And everybody, you can write it down now. And always remember to check the show notes because all of this information will be there. So, Elizabeth, how Thank can you get? Yes, you can get a hold of me at my website, which is Elizabeth with a Z, then add a, a dash or a hyphen, and then Kip K I P P like Peter Pan.com. Elizabeth dash Kip.com. You have to put the hyphen in there because ElizabethKip.com is a web designer and a photographer, and she's amazing. 
but she's not me. So, <laughs> so that's and all my social media is up there. You know, my email. You can book a session from there. It's it's a it's a pretty operational website. Fabulous, awesome. Well, thank you again for being here. I absolutely loved our conversation. Well, thank you. I I, I really appreciate you and. Uh, it's nice to have a conversation with another coach in this field. It's, it's really lovely. Yes, likewise. It, it's nice to have a lot of commonality that we can talk and uh, really share the passion for what we do. Well, thank you again. And thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Make sure you check in with us next time for High Frequency Mindset Podcast.